Everybody, welcome to another episode of Laser Time. Hi, everybody. Seriously, hi. I'm Chris Antista. I wonder how long that fit was going to go. I can't hold it that long. Uh, I'm Wolfman Jack Mikeman. <laughs> Wolfman Jack. Scary Dave Redden. <laughs> I'm the mummified corpse of Henry Gilbert. Why, what about Henry Goulbert? Yeah, that's my Twitter handle. We had meant, we had meant to get to the bottom. <laughs> we had meant to get to the bottom of what the fuck a ghoul is. Um, well, in the world of Vampire the Masquerade, it, never mind. <laughs> it's it's between it's between a person and a vampire. You you get some vampire blood, and you're kind of stronger, but you're also in the thrall huh? of a vampire. And you're half undead, and it has eighteen hit points. And it is weak to fire. <laughs> oh please, Dave! Oh, the, the pierce resist is two d six minus four. At most, they would have six hit points. A normal human oh has about three. <laughs> oh my god! Hi, this is Laser Time, the internet's fourth leading pop culture show, and we're gonna go, probably gonna go down another notch because I wanted to do something. Uh, along the vein of what Diana did for us uh, early in the year, which Grim, if you weren't here, it was great. It was called the cast- classical. I don't listen to the show. You have to fill me in. It was called the. You listen sometimes. When you're on, you listen. Uh, <laughs> when the classical, it was a classical music quiz, and Diana was trying to take these songs we've heard for years in commercials, Looney Tunes, movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite was like. That's the song from the Abe Froman sequence from yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And putting a name in a composer. It was so great to get all that info and then completely forget it. And then completely... <laughs> hey, but it's there for you. I know. If you need it. I knew it at one point Look, for about seven seconds. Here's my whole goal for this thing for people listening. Mm. If you have one anecdote to pull out at a party mm-hmm. and bore a woman to death, I have done my job. And you can use <laughs> Henry's ghoul job. description from Empire the Masquerade already. <laughs> that's your first option. Yeah, that's a, that's a vagina dryer. But um, the rest <laughs> of this shit is, is almost there. Um, it was, this is the horror movie theme song quiz. Oh, yeah, most, right. yeah, pretty much In, all movies. Including the horror movie, The Vagina Dryer. Yes, Teeth. <laughs> the vagina or, dryer. Wait, is that what it's called? Teeth? I've not oh, seen yeah. it. Teeth, yes. And that's what sort of sucks about this. Is like, uh, I'm... We talked about that a couple weeks ago. That I'm trying to refill my gap in the horror uh, in the mm-hmm. horror genre. That's let's let's be honest. It's like a ten year gap. Mm-hmm. Grimm now hates all horror movies. I'm guessing. No, that's inaccurate. Oh, I thought <laughs> that's what you said. Like, fuck it. Are there all these movies are formulaic? No, I mean the, I don't like the paranormal activity style. They're all and that's shaky. And that was always hard finding great. modern horror movies. And like, dude, so like I watched VHS, which mm-hmm. is like a series of an anthology of rape fantasies with no score. Yeesh. So it, sounds <laughs> great. It has, I, I can imagine good things. <laughs> No, 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 it's it's fine. It's fine. But like, my girlfriend was trying to sleep while I was watching. It's like, what's that noise? I'm like, please don't look. Please don't look at what's happening. I get that it's loud, and I have no volume remotes, and I have to sit here because I don't want you to see my back hair to get up and when I change I, the, turn the volume down. <laughs> I can imagine some confused parents bringing home VHS to their kids who wanted uh, Weird Al's new movie. VH, got it. Yeah. Sorry, yes. Hold on. There <laughs> oh, we go. Delay. That's a lot of a... UHF, VHS. No, my. horror, horror, I felt horror mainstream kind of just sucks because mm-hmm. they are all paranormal activities, which are fine movies, but they're like... I disagree, for, but okay. They're okay films, but they're made for like yeah, $75,000. And then they make 
They make million. two million. They make yeah. eighteen million, and yeah. they're the only thing that's profitable. Like, yeah. in movies. Well, but that's I like that because there's there's still one avenue where Hollywood will still make an experiment or like yeah. we'll try something even if it's not new. It's it's. Kind I'm just of, I'm astounded we're still in the shadow of Blair Witch, like yeah. fifteen I, yeah. twenty years oh later, God, yeah. which has I, no theme. <laughs> Which has it's, no theme. The only licensed music in it is the Gilligan's Island theme. <laughs> I think they said it was like, it was like half the movie's budget because he just it's sings it for no reason. years old the, now. Oh, my God. The theme I'm, I'm, I'm going to Scott Pilgrim that next time I'm at a party. Uh, the only licensed music in Blair Witch Project. Uh, <laughs> the theme of uh, Blair Witch is three people yelling at each other about a map. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Uh, but I, I decided to go back to my horror beginnings. Uh, well, I don't know. It might be the world's horror. It's not the world's horror beginnings. But first theme that I associate with a horror movie is... Oh, this is Night on Ball Mountain, my friends. No, I mean, all wrong. All well, wrong. I, like, I don't know the name of the person. It's actually... It's Beethoven, isn't it? No. It's well, you're So almost there. Never mind. Let me bring this down a little bit. It's, this uh, is... Rites of Spring? Uh, close. Yeah? Uh, close. This is the theme to Dracula. Oh. And okay. later used in The Mummy. 1931's Dracula starring Bela Lugosi. Um, but it is... At the time, I was reading like, well, no one's ever composed an original score before. So this is just Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake. Swan Lake. It's it's an excerpt from Swan Lake, but like for me, I associate it with these old monster movies. Um, So we're going to get reamed for that one, guys. (laughs) Can you identify the top three most classical classical songs of all time? I I felt like I watched Dracula a lot growing up as a kid with no cable. Like it was on all the time. And like, it is a fucking boring ass play like after like the first 20 minutes like they drive up to a darkened castle and they swoop in on the coffin and there are armadillos running around that's scary they're, they're they scary. There, there's a bat on a string a couple times what's, what's the, the armor resist on an armadillo in uh, Vampire the Masquerade uh, uh, plus one plus one good but my favorite thing about it is that, the, that Van Helsing is a huge part of, he's in the movie more than Dracula mm. and Van Helsing is when is like is he the guy that sings Moondance no he's the you know Van Helsing is he's Hugh Jackman mm. he's, uh, he's a Slayer the, the of Jackman. He's a slayer of uh, of mythological beasts, but in this movie, he's like Fox Mulder if he were seventy. So he talks a lot, and he's really fucking old. It's hard to like look at him like the hero. Stuff. Yeah. I swear I read Bram Stoker's Dracula. Isn't that more accurate to who he is? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, he's not like a cartoon character that he's, runs around with like steampunk steak guns. He's and Anthony stuff. Hopkins who runs around with Wolvesbane. Uh, yes. By the way, not garlic. And like all that's so I just gathered this one because it was a. Uh, this is actually, I think, a written theme. Grim, you already saw what it was. That would be anybody want to take a universal uh, monster guess? Well, Frankenstein. No, that, that had an, it might have had an original score okay. too. But Wolfman. There you go. It is Wolfman. That is the Wolfman score, uh, uh, which is the only information <laughs> I had to look up on a PDF. Was composed by Jesus Hans, Hans J. Salter, Frank Skinner, and Charles Pevin. I'm surprised nobody. It, it wasn't easier to find. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, well, that's almost ten years after the original Dracula. Mm. I, like when people talk about I, Spielberg and uh, Tarantino have talked about the Marvel films. Is like, yeah, that's just a trend. It'll pass mm-hmm. at some point. And like the monster movie stuff was huge for like. 10 years and then it became a parody of itself for the rest yep. of the 10 years and then kind of disappeared but was rediscovered yeah, in like pe- the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Yeah, people shit 
all over. The people are like mad at Spielberg and Tarantino because they say like, oh, it's just the westerns. But mm-hmm. I think they they didn't mean it in such a negative way. They just meant like, yeah, this is another just period in film. It's there like, was... what if you got super pissed that someone was like, Bill Bottoms probably aren't going to be around forever, and you're like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? You? Disco stew disagree. Oh my god! Wait, I wanted to look that up. Uh, Mark K on our fa- on Laser Times Facebook group. He just starts this out with, "I hate fats." I hate fats, and like, and his reasoning why is that he works at a Halloween attraction, uh, a local yeah. Halloween attraction. So he's kind of I'm, what he made it sound like he's kind of a diorama that mm. sits there, and teenagers come through, and he tends to hear the same like every year. There's a different thing repeated to him constantly, mm-hmm. like, but it's the same. But it's said in the yeah, same way, or it's, yes, I and see. it's like he says like one year, like I just kept getting shit from Gongam style yelled at me. Yes. Um, and, and he's like, this year, this year, that trend, I want to see if anybody can guess what it is because it's, there's like two Instagram accounts keeping me young that I know what this is. Uh, and, okay. <laughs> Netflix and chill. No, but that's, that is, that's a, in the that's Atlantic now, close. so that's officially not a young person anymore. <laughs> that is a little close. Um, it is a Vine Instagram-y RKO? Kind of, kind of no. But yeah. wrestling is not. Are we not getting a hint? Are we just yelling out memes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like current. That's trendy. actually a new episode of the show. Yelling out memes. <laughs> current. Yes. Current, <laughs> current trendy memes. Uh, that feeling when. No, Graham. It's it's shoes. It's shoes. Oh, what are those? What are so like? He's working at a Halloween attraction, what? and he yeah, makes it sound like every one. teenager running through is. What are those? Yeah. Pretty um, good. Again, that's you. Don't you feel old? And now? they point out old. your shoes. Yes, they point. Is out this your from shoes. something? Yeah, a guy made a vine where he's like talking to a cop in Oakland, and he's like, "Officer, I just got one question for you." And then like he just dives in on the cop's shoes that are just like these really generic. Oh my boots, god! Just like what are those? We have and to. The ex- cop just ignores him. It's we, so we good. have to explain. Yes, when someone's wearing. Oh, I feel so old. A curious pair of shoes. Yes. Uh, be they the shoes are off-brand or shitty or skippy, yes, so they not, suck. Yeah. Not otherwise young, maybe a pair of galoshes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goal is to flop on the ground violently and point with both fingers and yell, what are those? I saw on the other guy where it's like, it's a bunch of like, sort of bro-looking dudes like drinking and the guy chugs an entire bottle of vodka and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, he takes a knee and it's like, oh shit, are you okay, bro? And then like, he's on the ground and he just like, immediately from the ground jumps over to his friend, what are those? And the guy's wearing these like, green sandals and stuff. <laughs> it's so well done. Yes, uh, it's how the kids are making fun of day feet. Um, yeah. So this guy <laughs> is basically gonna parlay the success into a pay less head. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, that is this yeah. that is the next Super Bowl ad. Mm-hmm. It'll be fucking Christopher Walken. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> what are those? Okay, so I Can we s- Hulu and chill? <laughs> <laughs> I wanna I wanna hear uh see if you guys can guess this is one of my favorite horror franchises that I grew up with. We'll have some modern ones. So I think this is great. I know. Dave knows it. You'll know it in a second. What is this, Friday the 13th? Ooh, Hank. Hank and Stein, no. No, it's Freddy, not. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. It is. Yeah. Here, wait for it. I only know this because of The Simpsons. <laughs> it's not money for nothing. <laughs> Where is the beginning? There is no, like... Yeah, there is. Oh, this, I guess. There you go. It is Nightmare on Elm Street. Scary Terry. It is Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. <laughs> this is the background um, music to Freddy calling somebody a I bitch. I feel so stupid for saying when obviously the Friday Thirteenth is. Ch- 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 yeah, maybe I, we'll hear I, that later. It actually yeah. like slipped my mind. No, no, I did not oh, get yeah. it at all. Like it's because I didn't know if that was a score or not, or whether or not 
Was that written by a composer? Because there's not much music to that at all. No, it's just a noise. Somebody created. Yeah, somebody definitely created. I'm sure somebody's credited for it. Listen to other podcasts to find yeah. out. That's <laughs> why we're the fourth leading pop culture. But podcast. Nightmare on Elm Street is some creepy stuff. It's it is definitely. I like this better than just the the girls saying one, two, three. Yeah. Like that gets old. Gets it old after like three movies. But and you have re- to, they have to count all the way to ten, which is like, eh, this song is getting too long. I yeah. really, I really, really like this though, and um, I, it's, it's, I don't know. I've been reading a lot more about horror movies and why kids gravitate towards them, and this one especially because we were talking about Lewis Peitzman about that yeah. um, before he became a CNN celebrity talking about the death of Wes Craven. By the way, all these themes for Wes Craven movies underneath. It's like a race for the first person to say R.I.P. Wes Craven, mm-hmm. and they get like 10,000 likes. That's the first comment under Never that's, mind. That's yeah, a spoiler. If you look up any video of, a, any video of someone who died recently, they're mm-hmm. all R.I.P. All yeah. R.I.P. Rise Especially Chris Benoit videos for some reason. <laughs> uh, speaking of, well, speaking of memes, I was looking at a comment of ours recently mm-hmm. where I, I thought pause was the new no homo, but it's actually apparently predates no homo. Yes, that's yes. correct. Yeah. Um, Again, yeah. complete news to me, but Nightmare on Elm Street um, was super important to me. Hmm. Never mind. <laughs> no, this sounds like it was, it was Freddy some... hanging out, tiptoeing around. Well, like, this is oh. pretty consistent throughout most of the series. I was going to say, the Wes Craven tribute thing. Mm-hmm. The guy that does the Midnight's for Maniacs here, Jesse, yeah. the first thing he posted was a gift from, what's the movie, Silent Night or Deadly? Silent Night, Deadly Night? Deadly, it's not Silent Night, Deadly Night, but it's uh, an earlier Wes Craven movie, mm-hmm. and he just posted a gift, and it's a girl with a basketball who turns and throws the basketball at this old lady's head, oh and the God, basketball yeah. hits yes. her head, and it just jibs everywhere. Yes. And it's yeah. like, beautiful. <laughs> wow. I don't think that happens in the last house on the left. So it's not this was super important to me. I love the Freddy movies. I think the first horror movie I ever saw that was rated R was Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, which Oof. is not, oh, not very well worth revisiting. <laughs> that started we the watched bo- it recently. That mm-hmm. stars the boy, I think, who is gets threatened by the guy at the beginning of Jurassic Park. Wow. Yes, yes, yeah, the guy who gets gutted with the yeah. claw. Got you here yeah. to hear. <laughs> uh, yes, but that is... Compo- oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, well, you know that five is like this weird anti-abortion mm-hmm. thing, which I didn't hit me No, you until, can impress but... a lot of things on these horror movies. Well, that is true. Pretty, wow. I mean, they're not... They're not stupid. They are dealing. They deal. Dude, they're the, cheaply made. We made and, fun of the second one, but it is like it is this weird allegory for a man dealing with his homosexuality and really runs the political spectrum. It does. It's both pro-gay but anti-abortion. Nah, nah. Oh well, no. That I say that film is not pro-gay because at the end he is. Freddie is cured and, and Freddie has gotten rid of slash cured by kissing a girl. <laughs> a girl kisses him and then he goes away. Though actually he doesn't go away because he shows up again at the very end. But that the, the Louis Peitzman brought up that he'd uh, that they blamed that on the one actor in the film who's gay. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, he gave this up. Like he's the main character and he's gay. That's why everybody thinks. I he's. remember spe- something like, feeling no. off about it. Yeah, at the no, time, but they wrote this. This was all intentional. <laughs> this went way over my head. It's a little kid in the eighties. Exploding head movie is Deadly Friend. Deadly Friend. That's what <laughs> it is. Um, but this this the Nightmare on Elm Street score was uh, composed by Charles. Bernstein. Mm. Burl- the Bernstein Bears. Bernstein. <laughs> or com- Bernstein. That's a separate universe. You yes. know this. Uh, Charles Bernstein composed a lot of themes you've probably heard of. Uh, you probably never heard of. Including uh, Gator, which is a movie I like. Ah, I believe. Yes. This is, I'm leading to something. Gator stars who? Uh, of the mustache. Robert. Burt Reynolds. Robert. Far- no, no. Wait. Maybe I'm wrong. Rab- I was thinking of Robert Farser. He also composed m- music for a movie called The Man from Orgy. Capital O R G Y. What? So you might not have heard of him, that but there's one. Porn? There's Tarantino. one very famous person who has, um, and that would Quentin be that'd be Quentin Tarantino. Of course, and he uses Charles Bernstein's like scores that like nobody knows about in uh-huh. several of his movies. I believe uh, 
White Lightning from the Burt Reynolds movie White ah, Lightning. Yes, White Lightning. Is, Not as uh, good as Stroker Ace. It's but it's it's remixed by RZA in the uh, in yeah. Kill Bill. Okay. And I having just recently watched um, Inglorious Bastards, you will hear a familiar theme from the movie The Entity, um, scored by Charles Bernstein. That's this is at the beginning scene when Christopher Walsh is uh, interrogating. Oh yeah, um, when Shoshana uh, runs away. Au revoir, Shoshana. But this is that's like I love that that's that, that was used a couple wow like six years ago. But it's yeah. technically a thirty year old score. Oh my god, that's rad. It's a thirty year old score. Ago. That's a powerful song. Too. Um, that's I mean that's that's one of Tarantino's best skills. He's yeah. like the ultimate. He's a video. He is the. It's most, almost like he worked at a prestigious video store in LA yeah. for ten years. Or Lots whatever. of people just worked at that, that video store, though. And <laughs> yeah. None of them became. He's a great. And yes, they all also... had scripts bought by Miramax in the nineties, but <laughs> they're, all, they're, they're all nobodies but, now. Yeah, but he also he, he knows how to direct films, and he also knows every single movie. He ever is a uh, yeah weird archivist in the sense that I think most hipsters dream of. Being yeah, like, I think so. Like everything I love, I'm going to infuse that in modern movies and have a younger generation fall in love with them. I think we all want that. That's kind of why I do this. Mm-hmm. Show. The nice part about that too is that the more obscure it is, the cheaper you can probably exactly. get it too. <laughs> Did you know that Hateful Eight's like it's going to be like close to three hours long? I want a hundred hours. It looks there so, will yeah. be there will be an intermission in it, even though <laughs> in, in the IMAX version. Yeah, in the well, IMAX that's the version. Only version I'm seeing, man. It's like I've Mystery on the Orient seven. Express, except in a cabin. But the uh, yeah, the IMAX version of Hateful Eight, but it's only extended scenes. I don't think he shot. Yeah. He's, he didn't shoot anything new for the film, and then there's an intermission with an overture, like an old timey movie. Mm. I love it. Um, I want to see if you can get this. This is fucking great. This is that uh, Randy Orton's theme music? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is great. It's not only a great song; it's a great music video. Um, it's for Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three: The Dream Warriors uh, by Dokken. Dokken. Right. <laughs> But this is uh, kind of there we go. Oh, yeah, I gotta hear the chorus. Give it to me, Dokken. Oh, it's making me wait. <laughs> now you do the Randy Orton pose. <laughs> uh, so we had a Dokken show where that's playing. That is. Probably my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movie, by the way. Uh, Dream Warriors is really fucking good. This is three? I need Part to three. watch that again. Part I, three. I haven't seen... I saw it all but once when I was marathoning all of them about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But, man, 15 years ago. But anyway. I bought them all on, I bought them all on Blu-ray uh, two years ago when I could afford it and could not now. Because I went out trying to buy a bunch of other horror box sets. And fuck's sake, they're like, A, the only things being still released on Blu-ray in a, in a good way with like mm-hmm. a bunch of special features. They're expensive as shit. Because they know they got you horror weirdos. Well, it's mostly because, like, several of these horror franchises are, like, you blink and, yeah, Child's Play is seven entries deep. And, like, I'm way behind. Well, Dream Warriors, I put that video Mm -hmm. on a list of best music video movie hybrids. And... Mm -hmm. And yeah, because Nancy's music, in the movie. That uh, Fred Krueger is in the music video. Oh, nice. and it's Robert England as him, and he is who's he tormenting? Patricia Arquette. Oh, is it? Or, or wait, the uh, the one who was in Boyhood. The, Patricia yeah. Arquette. Okay, yeah. he had it right. Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Here, I should, I, here, I'll let you know next time, Henry. 
Thank you. Yeah, you got it. Now he's tortured. Yeah, so he's chasing after her, but he is beaten back by the power of rock. Uh, well, <laughs> what are you going to do? That is the greatest 80s music video. I, I miss that narrative so much. Because yeah. you're not going to see like fucking Macklemore like, convert people with the power of his music. <laughs> I could I could make more jokes about it, but Pat Oswald already did the best. He could convert me into a Skull Candy brand advocate. <laughs> uh, also, a quick joke. I think it's from Akewood, but <clears throat> there was a bumper sticker and said, if this van's a docking, don't come a knocking. On the subject of Wes Craven while we're here okay. while we're here um, I because I've been talking a lot about this I think it's on the fucking table right now that we're recording on oh. uh, so you will probably get this one really quickly it got moved up oh it got moved <laughs> off the table there now it is. everyone knows now everybody knows uh, and maybe another wrestling theme I don't know yeah oh, they all sound like wrestling themes in a way um, this is the stinger yeah Say this seems like an old Kane intro. Well, because I think we asso- like when we look yeah. back on the oh, eight- this is great. when we look back on the eighties, we associate it with like hair metal. But like the hair metal, like Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth predate hair metal yeah. by a lot. Yeah, because that's late eighties. Yeah, like, like, early eighties. So this is the late eighties. I believe Wes Craven wasn't entitled to a lot of much of the share of the profits of Nightmare on Elm Street, even despite it going on to like making eight more movies. Uh, so he's like, I can make a new fourth character in my sleep. And this would be the theme from Shocker. And that's not even the most special thing about it. Uh, hold, I gotta get to the chorus. <laughs> who, who is the artist? Is it Shaka Khan? That's the best part. So yes, it is Shocker. I'll give myself a cling there. Uh, it is by... <laughs> By the Dudes of Wrath. Dudes of Wrath. The Dudes of Wrath. The Dudes of Wrath. And the Dudes of Wrath are uh, a very special heavy metal supergroup. That would would be... uh, The Dudes of Wrath are made up of Paul Stanley from KISS. Com- who composed okay. the song? He's Catman, right? Um, yeah, def- yes. No, he's Starchild. 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 Okay. Uh, he, he's Def Leppard's Vivian Campbell, White Snake's Rudy Sarzo. Who could forget? And wow. Motley Crue's Tommy Lee well, on that's, drums. Uh, that's a pretty decent lineup. So it was the it was the yeah. only formation of this heavy metal supergroup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dudes of Wrath. That was also the name of my uh, World of Warcraft clan. <laughs> There was also some, I think it was country metal or something. I forget what it was. There was a band a couple years ago that was another metal super group called Hell Yeah. I remember, because I kept seeing, like, once music was dying, like, Best Buy looked like it was putting together super groups, and there was, like, that Chicken Foot. Oh, like, yeah, Sammy, Chicken Foot. Like, like that had oh Buckethead, didn't it? Yeah, yeah like, and yeah. Sammy Hagar, and, like, yeah, all these, yeah, yeah, I recognize all these people. This music is terrible. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is terrible, but well, I, I Also, love... the tagline for this movie sucks. Can you survive one in the pink, two in the stink? <laughs> That's not what it is. Actually, read, the, read me the, uh, read me the tagline. Ugh. No more Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, By the way, we're introduced to this this character as a serial killer murdering a family. And later on in the movie, he uh, gets electrocuted before going to the electric chair, prays to the gods of electricity, and ends up haunting people through the power of electricity the same way Freddy does through dreams. Uh, Was this a I super love this jail movie. character, too? I, <laughs> I, I, basically, I, I said it would be. When yeah. we were little kids, I think I said that before, we, this was like a, the, a viral sensation in like 1989 on video. Like It was like, this is the scariest movie ever made. Freddy ain't got shit on <laughs> Forrest Horace Pinker, who was, by the way, the bald guy from the X-Files, if you look really, Mitch really good. Mitch Pileggi. Hey. Mitch Pileggi. Whoa, I never knew that was 
Nick Pelagio yes. there. Uh, and He's still looking pretty good. I wanted to ask, did Agent Mulder, I'm going to need to kill your family. Did, any, <laughs> did anybody see the most recent Mike Myers movie? Um, you, is that a fucking real question? It, 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 is, it is a trick question uh, because it's on Netflix. It came straight to Netflix. What? I think it had a little theatrical run, but it's a documentary. The documentary oh. called Ubermensch on a man named Shep Gordon. Um, and Shep Gordon is a legendary music producer, a very, like, one of the few... I thought it was, like, good hair, too. One, <laughs> one of the few... <laughs> let's say one of the few white music producers from that period who didn't exploit the shit out of people and ended okay. up making other people a lot of money. Oh, that's And nice. his best friend and most famous client is Alice Cooper. Oh, when you said Mike Myers, I thought you were talking about Halloween. No, not yet. Don't go. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's a cool documentary about a... a, a music figure we've never seen and also that like he doesn't like heavy metal but he's like Alice Cooper's best friend mm-hmm. and kind of like eh, why don't you just throw that maybe bite the head off a chicken I don't know mm-hmm. like maybe that'll work with the people but there's a cool documentary about him because Mike I guess Mike Myers is inspired he said he we're make, they're making Wayne's World they hire Alice Cooper to perform Schools Out for Summer yep. and Chef Gordon comes up he's like look I think you're going to want a song off the new album and Mike Myers is like that no, we absolutely don't. We hired you for the hits, and we're paying you for the hits. It's like, look, we're going to keep that money, but I really think this would be better with a song off the new album. Which is, by the way, no, that's never better. It's, no. That's never better. The song. Feed my Frankenstein I want the is hits. Not better than no, no, no. But like, we all know, feed my Frankenstein. Now, I had the soundtrack. I kind of like that song technically. And he he says that's how he met the guy, and he's like, he was charming, and he got his way yeah, without demanding it. You couldn't afford it anyway. Like, you could, like so he was Shep Gordon. As far as I know, is the only person. This shocker is the only movie he produced. Oh wow! So so Alice Cooper is in this film being murdered. Um, and No More Mr. Nice Guy is another famous Alice Cooper song. Uh, and it's covered on the soundtrack by Megadeth, damn, by, I, I believe. Awesome, man. <clears throat> Quick uh, piece of movie trivia for you, Chris. <clears throat> Which movie features the lead singer of The Offspring being killed? Holy shit. Ooh. Okay, Dexter something? Dexter, whatever um, his name is, yeah. Uh, fuck. What, man, can you give me a like year? We should do an article about the celebrities getting yeah, killed in Marvel. Oh my god, maybe we should. You man. find that at lizardinepodcast.com. One of uh, Destiny's cut child calling Jason uh, an yeah, She yeah. lives, though. She oh, does? She does? If I can wrap yeah, my yeah, final. No, wait, no, she no, no. does get killed. She gets if I can wrap a, my final Aladdin article, Ooh. I will get started on that. <laughs> it was Idle Hands. That was the answer. Oh, fuck. I loved Idle Hands. That's right. They sing a song. They sing a song after he makes eyes at this large girl. Yeah. And she like, is like winking at him, and they're like looking at each other, and then the hand just comes up and rips his fucking scalp off. That's right. They're, they're, they're <laughs> vanilla ice to this movie's Ninja Turtles uh, yeah. part two. They're like at, playing at a prom. That movie. Right. You know what he says right before he dies? Hmm. And all the cuties say I'm gonna die like a white guy. <laughs> good, good, this, good. That movie. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I didn't like Idle Hands because it felt like. I've read that they did this later, but that it had like fifteen percent. Fifteen percent of it was just easy weed jokes. Oh, of like, course. All right, I get it. You like getting stoned. It was an MTV okay. movie, wasn't it? MTV it might, Studios. Yeah, might have been. I remember liking it. I remember being kind of funny. The only thing about it that I still find interesting is that whenever I mention it, and there's a girl around, she's like, "Devin Sawa was in that," and I like know. everyone has fond memories of yeah, Devin. Our generation had quite a, a crush on. Devin I have Sawa. to be reminded Myself every day Devin, Devin Sawa is not Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's a, every time, like, yeah, Jimmy Renner was in that Eminem video. He played Stan. Um, <laughs> no, not the case. Not the case at all. He's in Slackers, not Slacker, Slackers. <laughs> well, how about this? Um, we will go to break real fast, and we will be right back with some more horror movie theme song quizzes.
Hi, everybody. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Laser Time. I Don't worry, Halloween's almost over, and this is all almost out of my system. I'll never talk about another scary movie again or a scary person. Just kidding. Hi, Hank. Hey. What's going on? Um, uh, the Halloween hater? Down. Christmas uh, lover? Look, yeah. you got two months of Christmas coming up. I didn't Bullshit. know I had to choose, but yeah, I prefer Christmas. This was the part of the, the show where I tell people what they can find all the week going on around LaserTimePodcast.com. You and I worked on a bunch of Aladdin features. I still have one more! I'm trying to get off my plate. I don't know if it'll ever happen. Oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, no, that, uh, yeah, so much to talk about with Aladdin. It finally got its Blu-ray release, and so I we pulled together 15 facts at least five of which I bet you never heard of. Yes. Even if you're the biggest Aladdin fan, I bet you didn't know. There is that. Um, but we stream every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 3 o'clock Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this week, what will we be doing? Well, on Tuesday, we're going to have a week early Halo 5 Guardian. No spoilers. I know you guys on the Facebook are not uh, cool with those. A lot of well, people hiding in the Laser Time Facebook to stay away from Halo spoilers yeah, all throughout the net. I guess somebody leaked it or whatever. But no, no it's well, just that uh, YouTubers are new reviewers and don't uh, really give a fuck. Well, we do give a fuck. And yeah, we'll be playing some of the single player campaign because that's what we're authorized to play. One player. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we'll be doing. Well, you can't do split screen anymore. That'll that's, be Tuesday. Uh, that's the past, man. That'll be Tuesday, and this this uh, Wednesday, a break in your Halloweeny loveliness, as well as on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the shit show, David? It's a uh, Back to the Future on NES. Do you promise you know how to play this game? These I, games are fucking hard. The first one, not so much. The second, and, the second and third combo game. Yeah, I oh, know that's that, the like, one I'm talking that's about. That's the one. Yeah, because the it's the 20th three. anniversary. I, I mean, I think that's probably going to be the main focus. Mm-hmm. Back to uh, the Future it, One is one of the it's worst. It's very games obtuse. Ever. Uh, and unfair, and we will not beat it, but uh, we'll you, we will speed. see a lot of stupid stuff. And we'll be doing that, that on the day of Back to the Future's. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Back to the, what, what do you call this? Back to the Future Day? Yeah, I the, guess that's probably Wednesday, the best. Wednesday, or August, oh, <laughs> October 21st, 2015. Yeah. Uh, that's the day Marty travels forward in time to Marty, the Marty, Doc, and Jennifer. So after and, these and people, Jennifer nothing there. else to look forward to Wait. in life. <laughs> in life, like this future, back to this future, uh, brought to us is officially a lie. Mm-hmm. We can stop revering it. Man, what is the last date? Are there any other similar dates like that left? No, it was just, I think it was a little too ahead of its time. We yeah. don't have hoverboards, but we do have those like footy rolly yeah. renegade thingies. That's mm-hmm. new. That wasn't around before. We had a Segway with its awful, awful steering. Our newspapers column. are better than theirs. <laughs> yes, they don't disappear on us. And yeah. nobody's nobody's won the World Series yet. So yeah, nobody has. They could not have predicted expansion in baseball. <laughs> Another round in baseball? What? Yeah. Let's go Mets. They, they could not have seen the wild card coming. Is there anything else that people can look forward to <laughs> well, uh, riding this Well, speaking of baseball, I actually, uh, this week's uh, Nintendo stream, I kind of want to do a combo. I really I do. don't, yeah. but you can talk me into They're, it. Use this stream. I love, Use this channel. Look, I love RBI baseball. I played the crap out of that so much as a kid. It taught me the rules of baseball. Yeah. One of the few happy video game memories I have with my father and I really would like to at least wow. play a few we, innings. I can't not do it. I'm getting sick of being your father, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, uh, but also, I think we could fit in a little oldie time Zelda. Maybe we could play the end of Wind Waker. I do have the save already. Do you really? Yeah, I, I beat the fucker. I, I reviewed that game and I beat Wind Waker HD. So I really, I, I really I had a blast it. with that re-release. I can't. I had to like force myself away from it to playing more modern and relevant games. Um, so yeah, we could start up the final ooh, the final wow. hour of it or whatever too. But, because hey, there is a Zelda game. This, you'll, you'll have like half an hour to make haste on this because, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, this is going up late. 
of uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time. We have a great episode of bonus time with our buddy Teddy Rossi. Yeah. So good. Who dropped by. I, I love all we our special guests. In case you wanted an update, my grandfather is in fact dead. He was not at, the, at that at recording, but he is. Well, R.I.P. Jimmy the Tool, R.I.P. You found out 40 minutes, I think, in four I hours afterwards. And I might not have to leave to go, uh, like... Watch his remains do something or other. Oh, you might have to leave. No, California. I might not have to because oh, I'm just okay. like I'm not doing that. Like I'm not I'm not flying to Florida twice in one month for eleven hundred dollars. That's not happening. Are you and flying there already this month? If they're going to hold the ceremony at the end of November, meaning uh, that like after Thanksgiving, I'm coming for Christmas. I'm not spending three thousand dollars to fly to Florida. Suck a dick, Grandpa. That's the worst way to spend <laughs> Patreon money. I yes. tell you, <laughs> I have a credit card. That has nothing to do with my Discover. <laughs> Fuck y'all. No, I'm just kidding. But we also do a stream every week, and we will also be streaming Back to the Future too. Watch it with the experts. Watch it with your boys. Yeah. Holla, holla, holla. Um, and uh, Talking Simpsons forgot to mention that all oh new boy. brand new up now on iTunes on lasertimepodcast.com or talkingsimpsons.com let us know what you think um, it's uh, not just for patrons anymore it's not but patrons started it and the first season will be exclusive to them and forever spe- oh, what? forever forever and speaking of what way you can help us out we'll have a link to a survey uh, underneath this week's episode and if you could help us take the survey it would really help us out if you can't fine your time is important mm-hmm. I suppose but if you want to help us out lasertimepodcast.com just go to this week's episode uh, horror theme quiz and let us know anyway shit this is the longest break ever we should not have been all three of us anyway good night everybody Laser time second segment all aboard let's go drink a treat drink a treat drink a treat for Halloween Better give a treat that's good to eat If you want to keep life serene Man, that's this from the Fallout 4 soundtrack? No! God damn it. Uh, no, that's that's from a Donald Duck cartoon. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought that was the, like, uh, let's go down to the lobby equivalent for for Halloween. No, I couldn't find the, I couldn't, can't find the artist of it, but I watch that cartoon every Halloween, see later times, Halloween comfort foods for more of that shit. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to play it because if you've been listening to the podcast I've been making for a long time, especially around Halloween, I always open with a song. A specific song. Uh, and it, to me, is a horror theme, but not really. Um... So, like, Evil Parts Lobby, and it's... It's intentionally evocative of a horror theme. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's probably sounds oh. like a newer song. Ed Wood? Uh, David Rudden, it is Ed Wood. Oh, I, like this has become such a comfort film for me that I I kind of watch it beyond like I can't think of anything to watch and I have thirty minutes to be awake I'll just load up Ed Wood wherever I last left it and yeah. trying to save full viewings for Halloween it's not it's not a scary movie but it's great it is a story of wonderful freaks mm-hmm. uh, it's excellent it's one of the best movies ever made to me and this song I love and no matter what you say about Tim Burton there's one good asset he has in this corner no not Johnny Depp which by the way this is Helena Bonham Carter. This is great. They're, they're divorced. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they, this, by the way, is Johnny Depp's best role, in my opinion. Ed Wood. Period. Hmm. He's great. Okay. Actually, hard to counter that. More leggings in my my uniform in WW2. Mall man. <laughs> love women. <laughs> wear their clothing and get closer to them. I, I, I fucking love this. 
No, he. Ma man. Uh, I don't know. Bill Lugosi, and he said, "No, he's very much alive." Wasn't he just doing a John Lovitz impersonation? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I was. <laughs> but that, the, what's really interesting to me about that—it's Prometheus. <laughs> uh, Tim Burton's greatest asset is his composer, mm. which is who? Oh, Dan- Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman of who, Oingo Boingo fame. Who? Did not write that song. Uh, it, it was it was detailed one place when I had satellite radio when I was delivering Chinese food and I got tired of listening to reruns of NPR and I hated music. Uh, I got satellite radio and there was a beautiful channel. I don't I don't if I hope it still exists called Cinemagic and it was just film scores. Uh, sometimes with little clips in between and then sometimes hour long interviews with composers and that was the only place I heard Danny Elfman talk about exactly what happened with him and Tim Burton. But they had a for them, a massive falling out after six collaborations, which I'll say uh, were made the best film scores of all time. Mm-hmm. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Batman, Batman Returns, Beetlejuice, and Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, which I'm not like I'm actually not a huge fan of Nightmare Before Christmas. I think but, someone needs to sell well, me. You're on not going to get any. You're not going to get any goth girl poon. I know. <laughs> Man, that's did, my new Twitter handle. <laughs> did I not like? Uh, Shane can corroborate this. I met a girl for a while. I was meeting. I was. I was really good at meeting women on airplanes mm-hmm. and just like we'd land and we'd just go do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did it this one time. She's a little weird. Uh, and then Shane was in the car with us and like. I noticed she started driving the wrong way down a one-way street in San Francisco, and I was like, I'm going to be cool about this because I still want to get some stanky on my hang down. And Shane was in the back seat and freaked, oh my god! <laughs> and we're, we're hauling, like, she is hauling ass. And I, I don't know what happened. I got drunk. I woke up in her house, and I walked out of her room, <laughs> and I'm greeted by a life-size Jack Skellington right in my face. Whoa. Uh, and then I opened up the door, and even worse and scarier... Uh, not a cloud in the sky, super sunny, and I'm on Treasure Island, and I have no yeah. way. To, I have no way to get, like I can't even take a walk of shame because it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I cannot walk home. <laughs> There's only one bus that leaves here, and it's every half hour. Yeah. That's ah! true. Ah! Twenty it's minutes. Um, Danny Elfman was the voice of Skellington too. The singing, voice. the singing voice of Skellington. He was a voice in the Corpse Bride, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, this is Howard Shore. That was Howard Shore doing really? the Ed Woods, wow. which is one of my favorite like. Tim or Howie scores. Shore is Dan Aykroyd. Howie Shore. Any, any SNL original will call him Howie Shore. Because uh, he was the original composer or whatever dude for, for Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Nice. But anyway, I yeah, had a, Howard... Sorry, hmm. I had a friend in college who... Um, she always wore long sleeve shirts mm-hmm. and like sweaters and stuff. Excellent. And uh, no, turns out... Cutting scars. Turns out... Uh, Jack Skellington tattoo oh, and a Sally no. tattoo on her triceps. Oh, awesome. She should wear those proudly. She got them covered up with literal black squares. She just has like <laughs> two black squares. <laughs> I've never been a fan, but I love Disneyland. If you had the opportunity to go to Disneyland, I don't know if it's in Disney World. Like, um, I love the Haunted Mansion so much, uh, but I I really do love in uh, from October to like early January. Uh, the Haunted Mansion is taken over by the Nightmare Before Christmas characters. Mm. And it's the only... And they're like... So, like, this... The, the Haunted Mansion is a super old-timey thing. Oh, and then, the Eddie Murphy one? No! The Steve Gutenberg... No! <laughs> the Steve Gutenberg... No, that's why... That's... That's... that's uh, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror movie, which ah. no one has ever seen. <laughs> straight to... Straight to television. That and... Uh, that and... Uh, Terry Jones, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. The, oh, yeah. the, the two unseen... Uh, maybe Country Bears. Have you seen the Country Bears with Christopher with, Walken with and Haley Joel Osment? The voice of Haley Joel Osment. Yes. That movie could not seem more old because Disneyland doesn't even have that ride anymore. But, okay, <laughs> so no are problem. we talking about the Edward theme song or the We're, Nightmare? I was talking about Nightmare Before Christmas. Just I love the music for for Elfman because I wanted to get get another Elfman theme. I, I mean, I love Nightmare before. before Christmas for the music and 
and for the ugly, mm. purposely ugly claymation character. Yeah, it's very I, pretty. I love the, like, look, I love the look of it, and I remember like I was so excited when it came out. I was so excited. This is coming. I love stop motion. It's also bullshit because that movie's about Burton. Christmas. It's not yeah, really yeah. a Halloween. It's not a Halloween movie. At all. Movie at all. It starts on Halloween. Well, it's something you can watch between Halloween and Christmas the whole year. It's got a three month window where it's the hottest <laughs> thing going. I mean, the movie starts with Halloween ending, right? Halloween's over, and now he's full of ennui, mm-hmm. and he's like. <laughs> Maybe if I could make a Christmas thing instead. What's it? It's, this is the opposite of this thing, but that what's this song is in every trailer for every Christmas film ever since the film came out. Oh, what's this? In the music, like I remember my friends and I, we loved Tim Burton. We loved the look of it, and it came out, and like it was like only the South Park movie has irritated my friends that much. But like I didn't know it was going to be ninety percent songs, and I've come to love the South Park songs, not. I have not come around to Nightmare Before Christmas songs. I, I find them excruciating the and South too Park long. Movie? Huh? How would your friends hate the South Park? They thought, movie? dude, they all thought it had too oh. many. Like they, it dude, also has the 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 the, the term shit face cockmaster. Shit face cockmaster, which is fuck pussy vagina popsicle Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I believe is also said in there. Um, don't don't be. I, it's there, not for me. There's so much for yes, babies. It's the only movie I know of with the sound of a cock going in an ass. And if you turn up the volume real high when uh, Saddam Hussein puts it in the devil, you'll just hear you'll hear a sound along with Satan going oh, <laughs> and it's it's incredible. Thank you, South Park guys. That's I, I've been singing for like the last week. Uh, Boogers and Come, by the way, listen to Bonus Time. Boogers and Come is like the, every time I think I'm tired of South Park, those guys make me laugh in an only way. So uh, Elfman, we're talking Elfman. I have no idea what this is. I, I want, hold on, I'm pausing it for a second. I wanted to go watch the intro to the Beetlejuice cartoon, which I think holds up as a pretty decent cartoon. It's, Except it completely flies in the face of the movie. Totally. He's well, totally best friends with Lydia now. I just yeah. talked about this. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it does, but like, I love the design of it. I love the character design. And this intro, Grim, even as someone who may, may hate Beetlejuice, I don't. tell everybody how beautiful this intro is. Uh, a lot of purple. Like a lightning bolt. And, and I always animation. thought Lydia was wearing a Spider-Man outfit. I always oh, thought yeah. she was uh, hot. Me too? Yeah. Because she is. So I... Yeah, that was like a roller coaster. This is a really, uh, yeah, it's a good looking show. I, you know, I actually never saw this movie. And then I, really? I watched the hell out of the show growing up. But yeah, is, where's the monster across the street and the the French skeleton guy? Is that was it you were screaming? Well, Alec Baldwin yeah. isn't in, in the film at all. Like the, 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 their ghost characters aren't in it. Oh, that's true. Gina yeah, yeah. Davis and Alec Baldwin are not in the cartoon. I Man, just, that's such a weird looking Alec Baldwin in that movie. He's got like glasses and is like almost real thin. It's just weird. It's well, that Baldwin level's real. Thin. At, but at yeah. the time, but you look at it right now. Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin. Look like paintings of human beings, mm-hmm. like how we all wish to look. <laughs> <laughs> they were great. Uh, that anim- yeah, the, it was it was very lucky for the animated series they could get the music because that made it yeah. ten times better. Well, as a kid, I was annoyed that Beetlejuice never ate bugs on screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that obviously, the dumb censors and SJWs can show somebody. <laughs> 
biting a beetle on television. But the, that, I, I also remember my little brother had a toy, and it was a Beetlejuice toy with a removable head with the yeah. shrunken head underneath it, but yeah. he lost the head that goes over it, so <laughs> he just had a Beetlejuice toy with the shrunken That's head. That's great, because that guy only appears for like one second in the film and yep. never in the cartoon. Well, no, he's in the cartoon, I think. Um, I, I, lo- I, I would love to go back and revisit the cartoon. Someone just put it on YouTube in HD, and remember that cartoon intro starts out with like... 60 a, frames, dog. A dead person with a spider crawling over their face. And oh, then yeah. he's woken up, comes to life, and the earth pulls him out of the ground. Jeez. It's fucking gorgeous. And I'm kind of shocked that it was like, I was looking at the, it won a daytime Emmy, mm-hmm. tied with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> with the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh, both won. They, I, I don't know. I have no idea how that works because that's not even televised. Winnie the Pooh 2049, <laughs> giant size Winnie the Pooh. Um, yeah, and that and um, oh, I forgot the other. Oh, that it, it was so popular that it was. Remember, you've probably all saw it on Fox, like I did. Mm-hmm. It was airing on ABC Saturday mornings at the same time, so yep. it was oh, the only yeah. cartoon, oh, one of the only cartoons at the time airing on two networks because it was that popular. And of course, it's a cartoon; it's fleeting. It's like three years. Mm-hmm. Essentially, but I man, I love Beetlejuice. That movie is so you've seen it recently. I've seen it, yeah. It's lovely, isn't it? It's good. Did and, you know there were over a hundred episodes of Garfield and Friends? Yeah, there, yeah, there's tons of that. Yeah, I mean, what's I don't know why I think it was a little high, 20% one time. of which was U.S. Acres, <laughs> <laughs> which I did like. Uh, Tyler and I were going through it when it came on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's on Hulu now, and like go through the episode listing and just. For some reason, the, the episode titling of Garfield and Friends is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, we were just cracking up. But there's a, um, a brand in SF called Hundreds, and they make like sort of mm-hmm. you know cool shirts and stuff. I have them with the Lost Boys from Peter Pan. Yes, yeah, and they made a Garfield run of uh, shirts that were all like... You remember the Looney Tunes where they're wearing baggy pants and visors? Oh, shit, sure, and it was, it, the back was like the other side of them? Yes. Yeah, yeah that shit was the raddest. Yeah, it was like that, and they also had a couple U.S. Acres shirts, which I thought was fucking hilarious. They're the like, worst. I hated U.S. Acres. <laughs> Every time it's like, that's oh, U.S. Acres time again. Well, right. at the, in, a, in a pre-internet time, I was obsessed. Imagine a joke not good enough for Garfield. <laughs> yeah. well, it was, it, they were introduced um, as a comic strip, yeah. and as a, I was obsessed with comic strips, like there was no. And, and U.S. Acres was there, and I remember those characters. And then all of a sudden, they weren't. Jim Davis stopped making U.S. Acres, yeah. and then when they came, when I saw them on on uh, uh, Garfield and Friends, I was like, I love these guys. Somebody knew who are yeah. they? I don't even remember who they. I don't remember their names. I couldn't look them up. I couldn't find them. All I could do was write a letter to the paper. Like mm. what happened to that pig and that 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 duck character with the inner tube? <laughs> Boring myself. Um, <laughs> this doesn't have much to do with horror, though. I, it doesn't. I, another horror theme. This is something I haven't revisited yet, but I plan on it. I want to see if anybody could get it because I don't have any information on it. With Nicole Kidman? No. (laughs) No. Dave, name another Nicole Kidman. (laughs) No! Uh, Red. BMX Bandits? No, it's not that. It's Candyman. Uh, It's Candyman, which I'm not familiar with. Starring Tony Todd. Is that who it is? I think so. Uh, So at the time, like, this was in the the theaters, this... I don't know. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> we were of age to get to the mall and sneak into theaters, and Candyman was the movie you had to see. And it, and I know it had sequels, but like, it was never revisited. It's, I don't see articles recollecting Nobody Candyman fondly. It and I didn't even know it was associated with Clive Barker, whose mm-hmm. Hellraiser theme closes out in the last break. Well, he was uh, trying. Candyman was trying to start up a new mm-hmm. thing. Like, it's like, oh, this is the new. This is the. This will be the new Bloody Mary or whatever. Like, I'm starting. To and that. he might be the only black horror um, monster icon. Yeah, 
Uh, Virginia Madsen, that's the woman. Vermidja. Vermidja. That's one beer in, people. I'm not, there's no way I'm getting through the rest of the show. No, uh, I, I, the only thing I remember in that film, other than, like, I think there was definitely fire in it, but I just remember there was, there was a strip search scene in the film that I was like, I feel like I've never seen this before in a movie. Mm. Where she has to, like, lift her, Virginia Madsen has to lift her boob up to show she doesn't have anything. And then he, um, she showed her Virginia. Good, good, guys. Uh, I've never seen this, and I don't know anyone that has. What uh, Candyman? Candy I'm, yeah. I, I want to revisit. I just I remember at the time like this isn't as scary as Freddy. Why is everybody freaking yeah. out about this? Like, and uh, but I, I do remember getting a childlike thrill from saying Candyman in the mirror several candy, times, as if that mattered. Man. And I guess you do see the subtext there of like uh, who's the villain? Like this wronged black guy, mm-hmm. and who's the who's the who's the main. Uh, uh, person he's chasing after a white blonde lady. Mm, what they say in here? I prefer the Candyman theme from uh, Willy Wonka. That's a very terrifying song too. I agree. Willy Wonka rapes everyone he makes. What? Uh, <clears throat> what? This is the original version. You guys just aren't smart enough. That's why we're the fourth leading pop culture show. Um, this song. Let's go modern. There's a key in your dick. You're going to have to turn it off. This is one of the more modern. Yes, Hank, it is. It is completely Saw. I just said it because Grim got it. I'm looking at it. Have you seen? Have you seen Saw? I've seen Saw. It's pretty good. Saw one and two, and I saw. Did I I saw scene or scene? I I love this. I saw one, two, and four. This is this is 2006, and I love how dated this song sounds. Sounds like fucking Metal Gear Solid three. No, no, not three, but two. Oh yeah. I mean, Saw is coming gone. They did one every. There was a. They I did remember the commercial 2000, in two thousand four. I think yeah. it was the two thousand four Saw premiered. There was a Saw movie every year until. I remember the ads. The, yeah. it, if, it's Hall- if it's Halloween, it must be Saw. I, I you know I saw the first one and it's a good cheapy mm-hmm. like yeah. trashy horror oh, yeah, movie. Yeah. It's good. No, I thought it was it was really fun and I remember like being an internet movie nerd like it was on like the circuits and got bought up. It kind of made Lionsgate. Oh yeah, and totally. Like, it it not only made Lionsgate, but it made Lionsgate like their entire business operation. They yeah, because at that point they were buying up. I had only heard of them because they bought Dogma uh, when, right, once Miramax yeah. dumped it. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. And they they started. They had the successful franchise. Now look at Lionsgate now. For fuck's mm-hmm. sake, they run. They they head up Mad Men and the Hunger Games franchise. Huh. Wow. Yeah. And and Twilight. Sco- yeah, scoff if you like, but they were on the forefront of what young people were going to go see in a theater. And it made them billions of dollars, man, and everybody's mm. imitating. Not also, that movie looks and feels extremely cheap. Shall like, saw? Saw. Yeah, yeah, they, they all like, do. Yeah, all yeah. It's like one room in flashbacks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, I, but I think that's it's a really good setting for a horror movie. It's Danny Glover, right? And Carrie Elwes. Oh, oh, wow, that's right. No spoiler. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then the meanwhile that Saw dude who just like has who to, dies in the third film. Yeah, and, they, and the fourth film is them dissecting his body, like they, where he also uh, left clues. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> he has like eight clues in his body that he he is the best because Jigsaw can predict every single thing any person will yeah. do for the next ten years. And he should have been like a poker guy. <laughs> this is this is the I'm wanting to get more modern. For, He's got terminal cancer, man. For a couple reasons, uh, one. Um, it's it's one of the more modern horror franchises. Like again, there's no music for Paranormal Activity I can play for you mm-hmm. um, that you would recognize. Uh, but it's also the only horror movie on this list with what? With what? Full frontal spun movie. off into mm. a what? Television series? No. Video game. 
Alright. Specifically a Wii video game. Yes. There is a Saw Wii video oh, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Which oh my god. There was I wonder also, if we could have a place to stream that. There was also a think G1, about it. There was, there was, YouTube.com slash laser time network. Why do we do monster parties? <laughs> oh yeah, we should have played well, flashback is twenty twenty. Uh anyway. Uh, what was Sore. I going to say? Oh, yeah, the Juon. Juon the Grudge also had a, uh, oh, a, yeah. a Wii game. Which, uh, that game, I don't even, I can't even remember like a song from that movie, but I just remember like that. Uh, uh, um, I wanted to play this for a little bit, see if anybody got it, just because I'd you know, like to recommend it, not that it needs recommending. Liz! Um, uh, Liz! I'm going to murder you! <laughs> worse, I thought I... <laughs> I bypassed all this. Sorry, guys. That's cool. I burned my fingerprints off with acid so no one can find me. <laughs> You'd look pretty with no eyelids. <laughs> Good soundtrack. But it's it's hasn't been either A, long enough to become iconic, or B, if you've seen the movie, is really, really subdued. Um, but I really liked it. Um, this is from It Follows, which is a horror, like if you want to talk more in modern horror. I've, I've checked out a couple. It Follows is the best. It is wonderful. It's I like quite it a good. lot. Um, it is, and its music is by Disasterpiece. Hmm. Disasterpiece. Oh, they, from, they've done video game soundtracks. They have done video. Dave, that's I get an excuse to whip out my hey. playing button. Um, yes, they have done video game soundtracks. What video game soundtracks have they done, Chris? Fez, famously, Fez. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, so like no I think idea. Tyler had said like we might that have... unfunny game made by that <laughs> unfunny man. <laughs> no, the game's the game's fun. Uh, Bit Trip Runner Two, another funny game. He also did the music oh, wow, for that. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Know that man. That's, uh, impre- that's an impressive resume. So in case in case you guys don't know, we are uh, you know we come from games, so we want to give people something to latch on to. Yeah, that movie actually like in tone and like the music and everything mm-hmm. reminded me of uh, remember that movie House of the Dead that was kind of the intentional '80s horror throwback movie from like. Wait, bowl movie? No, um, House of Hell. I forget. I may be getting the name wrong. But yeah, it's like House of, like, of a Thousand Corpses. No, 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 no. It's like an '80s throwback movie where everyone kind of has like bigger-ish hair. Uh, ah, Hot tub time machine. Oh, you guys suck. No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'm gonna check out for one second. It sounds Go like okay, a funny good. film coming out called The, Lo- the Last Girl. To stay, to stay on this track, uh, I wanted to play this song. See if anybody could get it. Have we entered the Carpenter section? This is not Carpenter. It's evocative of Carpenter. This predates Carpenter. Really? Sounds like the Lakers about to run on the court. I think this is... It's an iconic horror theme, but it was not written to be one. Um, I believe a composer was was, uh, assigned to write music for this movie. It was rejected. And it went on to be the score of the Amityville Horror movies. Um, But this this is an actual song that I think is used... And Grim might know the most about this. I know he's looking something up. You really don't know this? 1973, I think. Exorcist? David. Oh, yes. It is okay. The Exorcist. It is The Exorcist. And pay attention, gamers. Uh, because this is written by Mike Oldfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Oldfield, the song off his album. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever heard of Mike Oldfield? Tubular Bells. It is Tubular Bells. Yes. It's tubular bells, bro. This was a huge hit back in what late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, 80s? It, it's the Whoa. first movie, the first uh, album, I think, released by Virgin Records. Yep, um, Michael wow, Field. But that's uh, correct. Uh, like, if, if that's, I know that's a little old timey for a lot of people listening. But Game the House of the Devil is the movie. The House of the of. Devil is the movie he's thinking Sorry. of. I'm How would gamers be familiar with Mike Oldfield? Because he's been writing music for like t- like forty years. Uh, um, is he the Metal Gear guy? 
No. Jesus, yes. What? <laughs> yeah, wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Which one? Um, I remember yeah. better. No, 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 no. no. Oh, yeah. uh, not, 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 um... Not a composer from, but if you are familiar with the E3 trailer from uh, this year, yes, this is also Michael. Uh, Kojima being a music dork yet again. But that's that's what's weird. I'm looking it up, and like it's the Exorcist soundtrack was never released with that song on it, except in one territory, and it's a super expensive import to own tubular bells on the Exorcist soundtrack. Kojima's still the guy that posts hauls of like the soundtracks he bought this week and the CDs and stuff, and I'm like, good lord. <laughs> uh, I I just like he doesn't need to make games anymore. Just tweet what he bought. <laughs> it just blows my mind though. A song from 40 years ago. This is the guy. This yeah. is the guy who wrote the Exorcist song. And I know if you're listening, you probably but saw this, this trailer like 16 times. Is this song times. new? Uh, I think it's newer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the other one. The first link there is funny, too, because it's that second trailer for Metal Gear with uh, that new order song, Elegia, or Elegia, Ooh, or whatever it is. The new order is my ringtone right now. <laughs> I like the... Like, see, it's almost like there's an 80s music theme in that game. <laughs> I like the one with the... Uh, I like the, the trailer with Garbage is the music. I like that. I was so hoping that was going to come out of Garfield for some reason. Garfield. <laughs> Um, oh I said Big John Carpenter though. Come on, man. You yeah. did. Oh no, I meant to say the candy, the Candyman soundtrack. I didn't get that out. That was written by Philip Glass. Really? <laughs> it was written by Philip Glass, who has said in his latest Variety interview, it has become a classic. So I still make money from that score, and I get checks every year. Thank you, Philip Glass, for your wonderful artistic <laughs> contribution and insightful commentary. I make money from this venture. <laughs> I guarantee you, he does not give a rat's ass about that. He was like, "Yeah, I shit this out in a weekend." <laughs> Bye. I, I mean, that's what I'm reading about when, like, when someone bothers to write about the creation of these scores I do yeah. forget that like people who are great, the guys we go to to like make music for us like your dot fliss mm-hmm. he'll get it done in like a day mm-hmm. like this is perfect I could never have envisioned yeah. this it has everything I wanted most of these soundtracks didn't go over like a composition of like five weeks sure. these guys are just that good at it you know my favorite joke about Philip Glass is uh, mm-hmm. what don't you like about Philip Glass mm-hmm. not much not much not, not much. much. Not, not much. Yeah, because it's repetitive. Yep. Um, <laughs> there was another good. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, fine. Here we'll get this one. We got to do this one because this is my favorite. This is my favorite. This will never not work as a horror thing. Everybody, like somebody's not grim and looking at it has to get it. I know exactly. What Friday the Thirteenth. Dave, no. Morse code killer. No. It's Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. No. It's Halloween. It's Halloween, which is, but written by who? Halloween. By Carpenter. It is by John Carpenter, the guy who wrote and directed the movie. He wrote Um, a lot of his soundtracks. He wrote a lot of his soundtracks, but he claimed at the time he he could neither read nor write music. (laughs) But he sat down on a keyboard. I think he may have had some help from somebody, but he just made this theme. And I swear, and he, he, when I watched this, that this was in tune with the flickering of the light. Yeah. And it felt like it was in tune with the flickering of the light in the in the pumpkin. And not not to like, diminish the reverence for the, uh, your favorite artist, but you too can sit down and draw or play on a keyboard and make an art. Uh, I have heard Anybody the Spider-Man turn this. off the dark soundtrack, and I'm aware of this. <laughs> I am totally aware of this. Anybody can make this. You give them millions of dollars, they'll crank out acceptable music all day long. Um, the score is credited actually to Bowling Green Philharmonic or Orchestra, because John, I don't, I guess this was before music rights were a thing, and John Carpenter didn't think to credit himself. Uh, and he also composes another song in the film as performed by him and his band, the Coupe de Villes. Ah, uh, yes. He did, mo- he did a lot of soundtracks. No, he does most films. of his soundtracks. Because yeah, yeah. I, most recently, R.I.P. Roddy Piper, I was, I'm watching that movie, and it's just wonderfully 80s, like this keyboard guitar. Ding, ding, ding. 
He made a music video for Big Trouble in Little Chinatown, yep. which is totally worth watching. Yeah. If you it's very fun. Uh, Carpenter, I think, is finally on the verge of being celebrated as much as he deserves to I be. Think so. Close to it. Not getting to make whatever he wants, which I feel. Is before his, he's too old to, let's mm-hmm. allow him is to. Is it do his that. problem that he lived too long and if he died 10 years ago, <laughs> we would have celebrated him more? I by think now. that I think that's accurate. the case. And yeah. then he also made movies in the 2000s that weren't good. Also that. Um, that, well, it's the same with like George, uh, the inventor of Romero. George Romero. Like, oh if he, yeah, Jesus if he died Christ. in like '85. We'd be like, this guy's the greatest. Yeah. But uh, yeah. same, it's same issue there. Come on, I, Land of the Dead. It's a, uh, it's a found. Did, <laughs> did you? Uh, no, no, no. Land of the Dead isn't the found oh. footage one. That's Diary of the Dead. Oh yeah. my, my, Land apologies. of the Dead is the one with John Leguizamo and, and Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Dennis Hopper. And, uh, is that which, the one where he picks his nose? It is. I saw that's that. The one saw that shit in the theater. I saw it in theaters too. I do like the message that you can destroy zombies with fireworks and that's just what you always do that's no, also the world's but, most obvious the rich but, eat the rich parody that's or, but yeah totally i gave him i still give uh romero credit for that as the creator of the zombie genre in film mm-hmm. he was the only one allowed to evolve that character and that's what land of the dead does remember yeah because they're, they're like it because they get smarter they learn how to use guns and they walk oh. underwater which i was like no wait zombies can't do that no uh-huh. but the, the, the zombies are trying dying to b- break through and be human again like their humanity is coming back, but they will be. Uh, this is I recommend reading it. I love I Am Legend, not the movie. None of the movie except for Omega Man. That's fun, but uh, but it was sort of like we're not monsters. We're the new evolution of you. Mm-hmm. You're the one who doesn't belong here. You're I'm Magneto. You're killing us in our sleep. Yes, you're killing us in our sleep. Uh, that but is that's impossible to pitch in the age of literalists <laughs> where I am going to break down the biology of why a zombie can never do any of those things. Well, um, yeah, like guys like me, me. Uh, no, but with Carpenter, too, he was just in the news because he successfully sued Luc Besson. Did he really? Because uh, Yeah, because they he made some movie that was exactly Escape from New York, but in space. What, what was it called? Lockdown or Lock? Uh, shit, Lockdown. if I know. It was one of the eight million Luc Besson films. I know. I remember like when he was retiring, I'm like, i got to watch every Luc Besson film. I'm fascinated like that that guy has such reverence around his name. Cause, I mean, but he's made a bunch of great makes, shit. He's made great movies, but that guy makes a lot well, of shit. Like, he makes annual garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch Lucy? No, oh, I didn't. Oh, boy, that is one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. <laughs> he, what he is is like the Jerry Bruckheimer of France. That yeah, he's just that's like, accurate. I produce everything. Sometimes it's great. A lot of times it's not. But I made it all. Well, because his name sounds vaguely European and French, I think in America it has a certain yeah. gravity. Well, because it's like if you're playing a trailer in front of me, it says from the creator of The Professional. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> so I'll, I'll pay, I'm, at, I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he sued, he sued them because he, he was able to prove... In some, uh, Carpenter was able to prove in some court that this Guy Pierce starring film that was exactly oh. Escape from New York in space. As much as I like him, nothing says your movie is going direct to DVD like a Guy Pierce. Pierce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get to be the star of oh. stuff anymore. He like, was so yeah. awesome. Um, the movie he did with uh, Robert Pattinson, the, the Road. I think oh, it was. Really? Road? No, no, not the Road. Um, shit, was it the Cronenberg? No, no, no. Yeah, the Rover. The Rover. The Rover. It. It's like a little post-apocalyptic kind of like Australian movie, and mm. it's fucking great. No, Guy, Guy Pierce is. When he's not doing straight to DVD stuff, is usually like a symbol of. If somebody bothers to put Guy Pierce as the star of the movie nowadays, I'm like, oh, this movie's going to be good because mm-hmm. Guy Pierce is in it and he's going to fucking rip it. He's great. I what, love but what if he's buried under old man makeup? And <laughs> what about that? I'm so sad that my, Prometheus might be the last movie I've seen him in. Um, <laughs> well, maybe you should watch this. So uh, Escape from New York and Outer Space. I want to take you guys back, like bring yourself back to like the 50s, and you haven't ever heard this theme before. When okay. I was born, 1950s. When, 1950s, <laughs> and rem- like you've heard it a billion times. I. Bet mostly in parodies of this scene. 
but like pretend you've never heard this before. Hey, Mark, do you want to see my chainsaw and hockey mask? <laughs> What's Vince Vaughn doing to Anne Heche? No! This is a, a score composed only on strings. Mm. Um, it was written by um, Bernard Herman, who also scored Citizen Kane, The Day the Earth Stood Still, Vertigo, and Taxi Driver, so he's among had, many So he's others. like a relative greenhorn. No. <laughs> just all of those moves. That's like over a period of like 50 fucking years, man. Yeah. That's really that's really cool. That's a pretty great guy. And yeah. like having that's also one of the most iconic songs I think of all time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like in like according to legend that like Hitchcock wanted that scene silent. Mm-hmm. Completely. And like if you that scene took a week to shoot uh, is all Janet Lee and if you've never seen the movie it's the main it's the first movie that where the main character dies unexpectedly, who was yeah. a big name star. You think? Well, you go into the film thinking like, "Oh, this is about this I'll lady that stole this from she stole mm-hmm. from her boss, mm-hmm. and she's on the run, and she goes to this motel, and she'll be going somewhere else soon." And yeah, like, no, not the case. Uh, and also, the maybe this is just an old Hollywood tale, but that mm. they. They had to film it in black and white because it was too. If that blood right. had been red, it had been. It'd be too dirty. If you, if you do go look at that scene, like why did that film take a week to shoot? And like, well, because why they, did that scene take a week? Yeah, that seven? scene took a week to shoot. Like, it's because it's it's the main star. She has no body doubles. They shoot around her tits and bush, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like sixty fucking cuts. And uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's it's a pretty incredible scene for a move. A scene I've seen a thousand times. I've never seen Psycho. I have never seen Psycho. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. What? I, I don't know why. It's, it's You've at least things. seen the, uh, the, the, the remake. With no, the I've seen yeah, Not only have I never seen the first. remake, I almost bought... There are four sequels to Psycho mm-hmm. that were made in the 80s. All starring Anthony Perkins. Some directed by Anthony Perkins. So well, was, yeah. Um, well, also, if you want to... Yeah, that is the most useless, I think... Film endeavor of all yeah. time was Lars von Trier's remake of Psycho. Like, Wait, no, 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 shot for shot I'm sorry, sorry, Gus Van yeah. Duh. But yeah, it's just like that is the stupidest thing. I like believe, it's shot for shot, and it's completely pointless. I believe all he did was confirm Norman Bates was masturbating while watching her in the shower. Yeah, that's, that's the, the like one that's change. the one thing he could show that they couldn't show in 1950s. Can, boy, you didn't. I watched Psycho because The Simpsons referenced it like 80 mm-hmm. times. Oh yeah, in the first no, no. Five my, years. my my dad brought me up on like Hitchcock, but like not this. So weird. Not this, I think this is sort of like this is sort of like hack though. It's like if if you're if you're sitting your kid down to watch Steven Spielberg movies, you're a huge Steven Spielberg fan. You probably you may not show him Jurassic Park yeah. like right away. And like that's good, but you got to see this movie. No way. Birds is way more hack than Psycho. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick question: mm. Does anybody know if Bates Motel is still on TV? I do not. I think it is. Mm. Last time <laughs> so I thought about that show, I was trying to get into a Comic Con party that it was hosting. It's only I not, I, since, <laughs> not since then. Only by attending Comic Con did I even know Bates Motel was on television. Uh, I actually saw I saw Psycho and didn't I didn't have the twist spoil for me yeah. before I wow. saw it. Like in, that's I, crazy. Just in case you don't know the twist, people, I'm not going to say it. No, I think that people are like. And Hacious guys are so sick. I went, I went like when Universal Studios just started. Like I the Hitchcock too, experience yeah. was oh, like yeah. it's now Shrek is there. That's how Ugh. how big they gave the Hitchcock experience. Well, and, Shrek does have the same body type as Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> I remember the, the yeah the Bates Motel was like on the hill. It's it, so it, it still in is. Orlando. It still is. Okay, next cool. to, right next to a sunbleached uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas set. A mm-hmm. recreation of a scene from Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds. 
and a discarded mule from Serenity. This like Island of Misfit IP. I'll never not refer to Universal's Hollywood. Like Island that. of Misfit IP. Buzzfeed <laughs> did a did a ranking of every Spielberg film, every Spielberg mm-hmm. directed film, all twenty eight of them. E.T. Number, number one. Number one was E.T. Oh, it was shit. I, yeah, yeah. Number two was Raiders. Uh, well, uh, yep. Jurassic was actually like a ten. What about uh, 1942? 1941 is the last. He says that is the worst. I I love Jurassic Park. Uh, It brings me back to a time and place. I have the whole movie memorized. It's the movie I saw the the most in the theaters, but it is not my favorite Spielberg movie. Not even fucking close. I'd put it at 10. I I would just say that, like, hey, I actually do agree with him. The Temple of Doom is secretly the worst uh, Indiana Jones film is the worst. In a a complainy, like, Salon.com, Washington Post world, there's plenty of, like, Problems with it that are it's like pro- it that are offensive, problematic. but like I think all of that heightens it to make this weird big budget it's '80s messy movie. It's shit though. Like it's start- also Kate Capshaw just sucks. Like she just no. Good. She's just not Marion. Willie sucks. She's a she's bad not character. Marian. She's screaming the entire film, mm-hmm. and then the short round is just racist as hell. I, I like short round. Kid. I hate. I that looked kid. up to short round. I will. I, I understand the criticism that short round is like kind of a racist caricature, but like me loving mm. that kid will never go away. And he's I also love just him. a bad actor. Like that kid's a bad. Uh, how do you get in the Goonies then? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Good Steven question. Spielberg's own, in love with that Henry. kid or something. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that it was. Anyway, it's AI Munich Schindler's List. <laughs> Temple, of, Te- <laughs> Temple of Doom was uh, was second to last on there, which I think it's not worse <laughs> than the Terminal. Like I could not say <laughs> that, that, that movie's, Terminal. That movie's God awful. Damn, that, the movie's awful. Damn. And I saw every um, time I'm in an airport, though, I think of that movie. Like, who was it? Was what it if the Americans dissolve before I come home and I have to live so here at, at the time of recording well this is going up tomorrow but it, like uh, I think our buddy Sam was in, in a movie theater seeing Bridge of Spies uh-huh. yes oh it's, yes it's opening night and he's like ghost fucking town I'm one of three people in here this is not right wow this is not right that the people aren't in a Steven Spielberg I, did, movie I didn't even night. I had no idea what it there might have the worst sports. title of all time it's a bad title Bridge it, of Spies there's no I haven't heard of it from anybody I watched the trailer. Uh, and what was, what was the uh, Live, Die, Repeat called originally? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Edge of God. Tomorrow? Edge of it's, Tomorrow. It's yeah, officially yeah. that on a box. But, <laughs> but then also, I didn't even know that Joel and Ethan Cohen wrote that movie. Like, yeah. They, yeah. Yes, they yeah, wrote like, Edge of Spies. Like, wow. I was excited about it. Had no idea it was coming out. Um, That's and insane. Yes, the one person I trust to be there says, yeah, there's nobody So, guys, there. let's let's really get our grassroots organization together for this little indie darling written by the fucking Cohen brothers that's in theaters right now. <laughs> Directed by Steven Spielberg. Why do we have to do this? God, <laughs> you really fucked up. I didn't have the time. I would have gone. Uh, man, if only I could. This would be the film I could see with my dad. Finally, another film I can see with my dad. I want to see if anybody can get this. We're clearly being ripped from the vinyl. This is iconic with Halloween for me. The Jazz Monster. Is this from an MST3K film? Ooh, sort of. It sounds like uh, it's played every it's year. Revolving. Holy shit. Uh, Holy shit, Grim wants to get it. Oh, this is Peanuts? Yeah, whatever the... Pumpkin. Great Pumpkin? It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I love that. Halloween time is here. No, they they do. They absolutely... Second best time of the year. (laughs) They absolutely open the special with this as Lucy's carving a pumpkin. Light as a Lucy. Sorry, had to do it, people. Had to do it. This got kids, an entire generation, to appreciate piano jazz. It's never before. (laughs) True. Um, you, you guys still haven't Very watched Very generic white theater. I thought no, one of you I, watched. No, I haven't watched Great Pumpkin in, in a while, actually. Oh, uh, let's get high and watch it. Look, guys, I, 
I prefer I prefer Christmas to Halloween. I'm not. Yeah. I'm sorry to sorry to be that guy. Who's just like, hey, I like Christmas. No, I'm, I'm, when the skeleton wars come, you'll be dead last. I'm, I'm partially <laughs> treating this as as like I have been over obsessed with Christmas, and I've kind of like I'll watch It's a Wonderful Life three times a year now, yeah. and like, but like now it's like, oh yeah, I haven't. I've never seen Pumpkinhead. Stan Winston bothered to make a fucking movie. Like, <laughs> wow, that's directed. a good excuse for watching a movie. That man bothered to make a movie. He made it's a movie. He directed a movie. And like, I've never seen it. Fuck that. Yes, Amazon. I'll buy forever. <laughs> Wrong turn four? Yes. Ten ninety nine. I'm in. Never didn't didn't go that far. Did not go that far. Would you get um, a link to one of the one YouTube video I sent you? I let me let me get to that. because um, okay. this is I'm see if anybody could get this just by hearing it one of the more it's i can't call this modern oh is this scream this is absolutely yeah i have the scream soundtrack i listen to it all the time are you kidding oh yeah it's on gbt records man I can't tell if you're joking, but I love it. No, I listened to it. Well, it's because I love the. I didn't know it was a cover, but I love the song "Whisper to a Scream" mm-hmm. uh, that's in it, and also "Red Right Hand." They play that one a lot in it. The Red Right Hand, man. And then also the um, uh, where the kids were all right, and damn it, what's the name of that damn song? I listened oh, to the soundtrack. Oh, and it had Moby's cover of. Uh, oh God, of, you know it's good. Uh, when I reach for my revolver, yeah, again, I thought those were original songs. Yeah, it's Mission like, of oh, Burma. This- Mission yeah. of Burma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what it is. I was like, wow, Moby's so I, it was hard. Looking also, at- that quote comes from a German <clears throat> Nazi who said that when I hear the word culture, that's when I reach for my revolver. I w- <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to play because, like, uh, Wes Craven was inspired to write Nightmare on Elm Street um, because Cambodian refugees were arriving in America. And were haunted by nightmares that they refused to sleep from, and some of them died in their sleep. Jesus. To which Americans coined the disease that they died from as... Cambodian sickness. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> nice try, Henry. Mission to Cambodia. Ooh, sorry, Dave. Want to take a stab? Kruger Complex. No. <laughs> <laughs> um... Nothing, nothing. Uh, that would be Asian Death Syndrome. Uh, Asian uh, Death Syndrome. That is my metal band name, though. <laughs> Right, but I had to play this because we stole this soundtrack when we were little shoplifters. Uh, Master P fe- featuring Silk the Shocker okay, uh, on the screen. I play this every year. Beautiful, man. This was right in the middle of a no limit was like probably oh, yeah. the biggest record label. The problem with I actually do love when horror horror and rap crossover. One of the problems with it is and in this song too is that there's a certain machismo to it that they won't admit they're scared. Like they're like, Yeah, I'm just as tough as Freddy, I'm as tough as a scary thing. Like, come on, be scared, be slightly vulnerable. Nah man, what they've seen was scary than <laughs> any fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, you ain't from the ghetto hang. Um, Freddy Krueger ain't on my hood. That was also I remember that being the most popular. That's like the original Guy Fox mask was the scream mask with the yeah. stretch yeah. cool face. Yeah. Like, oh, he has a name. I, oh, Why can't rappers be scared scream. of scream. monsters like uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? Exactly. <laughs> they showed that. That's why they crossover. they crossover appeal. They were the, the absolute best like rapper being scared video though was DMX from like last year where he's at the oh, carnival the ride. Best. Oh yeah, and he's like, oh, 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 oh we're gonna do this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was I like that he. But this he better be a 
same. Yeah, I love that he so released good. the video though, and then it, it, it was humanizing for him. Uh, yeah, he released was, the video, and then he was just like, nor- at the end, he was like, I was scared. Nope. <laughs> Normally, the only video I see of DMX now, so it doesn't fall off. The only the only video I see of DMX these days was being released from jail. Thank you, TMZ. I just saw it the other day. On the subject of rap... Can somebody tell me what the Sam hell is going on around here? Well, we can, sir. Uh, who are you? So good. We're the Monster Squad. Dave, do you, can you know every word? We're the Monster Squad. See, I don't know. I, I, no way I do. Do. Even the chorus. We got work to do. Work to do. I can't rap like this dad. You did it on the show last week. No, I just... I know the rhythm of it. Recorded by a ghost in the attic. This is the closest to, like, the, um... The Monster Mash, but in rap form. <laughs> this is a modern-day Mummy and the, and the Dracula Please. and all fun. Okay. I'm not done. I gotta hear more. <laughs> Just drown everyone out, graduate the monster. That's too good. Alright, I do know. Also, this sounds like it's a real day from. Monster Squad! We're the Monster Squad! And the forces of evil! Gonna run and hide! Yes! Monster Squad! We're the Monster Squad! And the forces of evil! From the Monster Squad! I love that, I love that, that 80s sound of like what sounds like firing your horn section, just kicking them all out one door. <laughs> just kicking them out the door, yeah. You couldn't find one black person to rap this. Not nope. one anywhere. They, they had too much dignity to get on this track. Yeah. So. I guess. But, so they have to You're find some me, white is, guy to do terrible rapping and pay him $500,000 They, could, they couldn't afford the fat boys that is, at this point. <laughs> that song is the closest to Homer Simpson rapping about being Mr. Plow. <laughs> too cool for this planet. Shake your cow if you have one. (laughs) I'm sorry, you guys sent me some, but we are going way too long. We have to close out. This is we've been Laser Time. Uh, Find out more at LaserTimePodcast.com or on iTunes. Maybe give us a rating. We also just released Talking Simpsons, our weekly Simpsons show on iTunes. It is all up there. I want to see what you guys think, so please rate and subscribe to that on iTunes. Maybe review it. That would help us out in these early stages. I just read Mm. that Simpsons are doing their first Halloween episode this month. What? What? As in, not Treehouse of Horror. is an episode that is a real episode of The Simpsons that takes place during Halloween. Whoa, really? Not a fan? (laughs) I I look forward to those every year, whether I'm watching the show or not. Well, I hope they... And they'll probably. I hope both. they are also because Sideshow Bob's going to kill Bart. Oh, that's right. That's, yeah. that's what's on the docket. So they're doubling it up. Mm-hmm. But that show is brought to you by Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/LazerTime. We got a new show. We get an exclusive show there every week, just to the patrons. We do a movie commentary every week. This week, I believe we're watching Back to the Future Part Two, yeah, taking wait. a break from horror of Halloween to celebrate the Ooh, Back uh, to the Future can be scary. Celebrate the day of Back to the Future. Uh, Almost this is a week. Yeah. It's by two days. Wednesday the twenty first is the day. Will, which is will, yeah. be will we be shit showing the Back to the Future? Oh, Back to the Future Two and Three. The video oh, game is goodness. very shitty. And the, no, first the one. NES one. Yeah, that's yeah, all the three. Worst like one. yeah, the two, the one, and the two. Three combo game. They're, they all suck. They all suck. Game. So we do that every. We stream on youtubecom network and Twitch TV every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at three o'clock Pacific time. You can also go to lasertimepodcast.com and find out more. I have a spooky article in the works 
but I need to get rid of this Aladdin horse shit. This <laughs> Aladdin baggage that uh, just came out on Blu-ray. I could not be happier. That movie looks fucking insane. It is gorgeous. Every second of it is enjoyable. I love Aladdin. And there's also Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast I do every week on the Laser Time Network, along with... Uh... Cheap Popcast, the, the wrestling podcast, will have an episode at the end of the month for Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Spooky. And, and there's also VG Empire, the video game music podcast. It's right in the middle of Rocktober. Rocktober, baby! All Mega Man music all the time. And Video Game Apocalypse. We talked about Lovecraft games last week mm-hmm. and sang a stupid song. Uh, hope you enjoy that. <laughs> and seriously, guys, look up Talking Simpsons. Give it a review. We need to beat the other Simpsons podcasts Hold out on. there. That's behind the scenes. We bought the URL for Talking Simpsons. We named Named it that, and we didn't release it live to the public because it went to Patreon first. And then another podcast with the name Talking Simpsons came out. They, well, they're we're Talking Simpsons. I know, but it's we like it's the num- it's it was the number one search when it, when we put it out, and I was really bummed out by that. We and can I, overtake him with your help, guys. I don't want to destroy them because they seem like lovely guys. But hey, our show's a half an hour. There is an hour and a half, and they're not going chronologically. That sounds insufferable. Anyway, Graham, anything to plug? Mm, Dong Cena gif is pretty funny. <laughs> Suda bread? You don't want Suda bread on Twitter? Oh, yeah, it's Suda bread on Twitter. Yeah, there we go. Where you can find that Dong Cena gif. Where you can find that gif. All right, guys, only one more podcast until Halloween. We'll see you next week. Your nightmares will come true. So when ghosts and goblins by the score, ring your bell or pound your door. Better not be stingy or your nightmares.